Good morning and welcome to the Leadership Equipping, Kingdom Leadership Equipping group live broadcast and on the podcast, the KLE podcast. Great to be with you again. You know, it's amazing the opportunity to have this, um, you know, opportunity to come and speak to you like this is immense. I, I really appreciate it and I do not take it for granted. I do not take um, your listening into these broadcasts for granted. I, I don't, or, or to the podcast. Every single member and every single audience is, I'm so appreciative of that. You know, years ago, I heard somebody say that if you don't, if you don't step into your gift and into your purpose, then somebody's going to be poorer for it in the world. And I thought how true that is. So many people struggle to take the initiative to step into what they do and what their edge is and what their ability and their purpose, their gifting is. They hide it. They're always trying to solve their own problems and never get out and solve, you know, touch the world with with who they are and their, their assignment, their mission, their purpose. And somebody's poorer for it because you didn't step up. You know, last night I I uh, stepped up in a, in a at a wedding and just gave just some insights that the Lord has given me over 38 years of marriage. And uh, we were at a wedding. There must have been 200 people there. And uh, and I just felt led. I said to Michelle, I just felt that they gave an open mic time. And I, I just felt led to step up and just share some points with it. Everybody was entertained. But one person really grabbed it. One person came to me and said, that was exactly what I needed to hear. That was amazing. Where can I get more of that? And so I directed this person to the podcast, um, not on this one, but the Leadership Boost podcast, where every Saturday I talk about relationships. I call it Relationship Saturday. And so every Saturday I talk about relationships as it relates to leaders. So if you're not on the Leadership Boost podcast, if you're not listening, if you're not subscribed, then you need to get onto that and catch that every uh, Saturday. I broadcast on the uh, the Leadership Boost every day, just about. I try most weeks, every single day, including Saturday, Sunday. I have a Sunday message um, just that is more focused on something spiritual. And uh, But the rest of the time, I'm focused on, on actually inspiring leaders, giving principles of leadership that will boost your leadership into high performance, obviously. <laughs> so, and, but this is my, my special place is here in the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group. And uh, on the KLE podcast, this is what I love to do best in the world is just come and speak to you. But the point of the story is, is that, you know, one person out of a crowd of 200 got it. You might say, well, that wasn't, you know, very effective, but it, that is exactly effective. It's not about gaining an audience. It's not about trying to get followers and likes. It's about impacting somebody's life. And if you can step up in whatever your gifting, whatever your purpose, whatever your mission and assignment is in life, and you can give, you can impact one person's life, one person at a time. That's all it takes is one person at a time. You are successful. You are being significant. And that's the important thing. Okay, so let's go on to today's message. Today um, was interesting. I, I picked up a from one of the members actually of in the in the uh, Facebook group. 
uh, I picked up a, a feed last night and they were talking about kingdom and prosperity. And it was interesting. Now, I'd like to take you to the scripture of what Jesus spoke about, because let's see what the kingdom says about prosperity. I thought it would be a good topic for today for everybody else. And just to give what God has shown me about king, the kingdom and your prosperity. So in chapter six, in Matthew chapter six, Jesus is speaking and he had just been speaking about about a number of things, um, but he, he here he's talking about, he, he gets on to in verse 19. He, first, he had been speaking about prayer, and he says, this is the way you need to pray. Pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. In other words, glory, glorified and, and hallowed or, or holy is your name. To be respected, to be feared, to be adored is your name. Uh, let's see what the Amplified says about that. And he goes, um, yeah, well, he says, hallowed be your name. Another translation says, um, our Father dwelling in the heavenly realms. Oh, I love that. May the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Isn't that awesome? That sounds like so awesome. Uh, and uh, another translation says, our Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Do what's best above, as above, so below. He's talking to... Um, uh, that's the message Bible. So he goes, um, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And so uh, the, the, another translation says, manifest your kingdom realm. Oh, I love that. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is fulfilled in heaven. Cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth, just as it is fulfilled in heaven. Of course, the Message Bible says, do what's best, set the world right, do what's best as above, so below. Short, sweet, and simple. I love it. But this one, this uh, translation, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure what which translation that is. That's the Passion Translation. And he says, um, manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is fulfilled in heaven. That is so powerful. And that's exactly what Jesus went about doing. So then he goes on to say in verse 14, for if you forgive others. And then in verse 16, he talks about whenever you are fasting. And then in verse um, 19, Jesus now says this, do not store up for yourselves. I'm reading from the Amplified. Material treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers will be also. So that's, well, you'll you know that he further down he goes and he talks about seek first the kingdom of God. And that's what it's about is that where your treasure is, there your heart, your heart, your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers will, will be also. There your, your heart and your wishes and your desires and that which centers your life or that, that your life centers around will be also. Everything will be there. 
And so that's why we seek first the kingdom of God. I've heard people saying, well, you know, is that we're in the kingdom and so we don't seek the kingdom or the kingdom. This is a, a big one is like the kingdom is for some time in the future. And so when it comes, then, you know, then we don't so we don't have to seek it. That was Old Testament. No, it wasn't. It was Jesus says you've got to center your life around the kingdom realms of God. <laughs> Glory to God. That's invading the earth. Jesus came and he said, for this purpose, I've been sent to preach the gospel of the kingdom to the other places as well. And then, of course, what he did was he preached it. And then in, in that process, he mentored the next generation, the 12 to actually carry it and those around the 12 to carry that message even further. See, for this message, for this purpose, I was sent. For this purpose, I was sent. For this purpose, I was sent to preach the gospel of the kingdom to the other places also. And then he goes, now all power is given to me in heaven and earth, all authority rather, in heaven and earth is given to me, exousia, the right to exercise might. He says, go therefore. In other words, go as delegated by me, king, <laughs> seated at the right hand of the throne of father. Uh, go therefore and preach, carry out this purpose even further. Go and make disciples. That's what he was, he was sending them to do. So that was the message. That was the purpose that to, to establish the kingdom of God on the earth, the, the, pervasive, the pervasiveness, the influence of the kingdom in the earth. That's what we do. You know, that makes so much more sense than trying to make win people, make members of churches, make members of organizations, get people to follow people. Oh, my goodness. You know, we're always trying to get people to follow people. And people are tired of people. You need to understand people are tired of people. They're looking for a king and a kingdom. They're looking for a new government. They're looking for a new culture, a new, a new, um, uh, a new value system, a new constitution. They're looking for the peace, the, the righteousness, peace and joy of the Holy Ghost. That's what they're looking for because that's what the kingdom is. This governor of heaven, the Holy Spirit that's come to dwell in us, brings righteousness, peace, and joy into our hearts. You sh that should be our, our satisfaction level, man. That should be our contentment. That's where we should be at the, at the high place, is we are full of the kingdom of God, represented by the Holy Spirit, bringing all the, the atmosphere, the environment, and the focus, the attitude of the kingdom of God into our lives. And as it is in heaven, so it is in our hearts, so we're bringing into all the cultures around us. So that's what the kingdom is about. So this is what he says. Now, listen, if your life is centered on anything else, if your life is centered on church, if your life is centered on people, if your life is centered on wealth, if your life is centered on prosperity, if your life is centered on anything else, you're going at, at the worst, you're going to be very insecure at the, at the other extreme. You're going to be very arrogant. But you're not going to be centered. You're not going to be established. You're going to waver when the storms come. I've seen it over the years. Trust me, over 40 years. And I know some people that are in this group have been around for many years and, and are respected, respected servants of God, respected kingdom citizens, been, have tremendous experience, carry the scars, the wounds of, of walking this path. They carry the wounds, they carry the scars. But 
yet they are grounded, they established, they still run, they still preach the message that God's given them, they still they stay in their mandate, they still serve the world with their gift and their purpose, regardless of what happens, because they're centered, they're centered on where their treasure is. They're centered on where their treasure is, that because and that's where their heart is. So where's your treasure? So when we're talking about kingdom and prosperity, let's get on to this. Verse 22, he says, the eye is the lamp. Now, listen, he's not changed his topic. He's still talking about you. He's talking about us. He's talking about disciples. And he says, the eye is the lamp of the body. Now, he's been speaking about finance, okay? He's been speaking about treasures. And he says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if the eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precepts. So if the very light inside you, your inner self, your heart, your conscience is darkness, how great and terrible is that darkness? If you don't, if you cannot spiritually perceive, if your eyes do not have light to see, then the light you think you're seeing is darkness. And if you're, if you're, the light you're seeing is darkness, then how dark you really are. All of in, all of you is in confusion, is in, uh, 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 a callousness, a hard-heartedness, insensitive. You remember Jesus was speaking, I, I spoke about this a few weeks ago, about Matthew 13, where, where Jesus said, he said, to you, to the disciples, it's given to know the mysteries or the keys of the knowledge of the kingdom of heaven. And he says, you've been gifted with this, but to the others, they don't get it. They haven't seen it yet. In, in John chapter 9, he's talking and the, when the Pharisees, the, after they healed the blind man, and the Pharisees came and said, well, you know, are we too blind? He said, you know what? When you say you see, but you don't see how unseeing you really are, you're under judgment. And the judgment is, is not hell. It's, it's that place of confusion. It's the place of um, obstruction. You can't, nothing, there's no clarity. There's, it's it's confusion. It's ignorance. That's the word I'm looking for. It's ignorance. You cannot see clearly. They, they, so they, there's this myopic view of everything. And you can see that. Religious people have a myopic view because they think they see, they don't see. What they see is only what they want to see. And what they want to see is how they can appease God, how they can get approval, how their systems actually and if you don't fit the systems, you're not, you are not approved by God. That's what they're basically saying in, in, uh, in religion. But that's not what God said. That's not what Jesus said. So we need to be clear is that, and he's talking in verse 22, 23 here, he's talking still about your treasure. He's, he's not changed the topic. He's, he's still talking about your treasure. So what you see <laughs> regarding what the kingdom provides for you, is what your your life is going to be full of where where you are where your heart is set on is where your treasure will be it's where your wishes your desires and where your life is centered so i love what my friend actually wrote in his he just made a quote and and somebody came back at him 
on that. So in, he, Jesus goes on to say this. He says, no one can serve two masters for either we hate the one, love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. You cannot, these, these outward things, your life cannot center on anything else. Jesus even said, you cannot center your life on family, on, on, on brothers and sisters and, and sons and daughters. You cannot center your life on anything else other than the kingdom of God. That's what he said. Centered, and he is the center of the kingdom. You understand? When you, when you enter the kingdom of God, you're embracing the king. You're embracing the king's way, the king's mind, the king's counsel, the king's law, the precepts of the king. You're embracing the king's constitution, the word of God. You're embracing the king's culture. You're embracing kingdom citizenship. You have to. If, if I live in, in the United States all my life and I never become a citizen, some people have done that, lived here for years, 10 years, and never become a citizen, but you never have the rights to the, what citizenship offers you. You never have a right to what citizenship offers you. You never have a right to the real riches of this nation or whichever nation you're becoming part of. A lot of South Africans are moving, you know, all over the world. And for those that don't know, that's where I'm from. I'm from South Africa. If you're new on here and you've never, you, you don't know who I am. I'm Sean and I'm from South Africa. Pastored a church for nearly 20 years in, in Cape Town, South Africa. Planted a church there. Actually, we planted like three churches. But um, that was the one we pastored for nearly 20 years. And then we came over on a missionary status to, to um, missionary visa to the United States for two years, the organization collapsed and uh, we lost our sponsorship. So we had to leave America and we went, uh, then we moved to England, from England to South Africa, from South Africa back to England, stayed there for eight years with a ministry called Jubilee, where God actually began to teach me and show me and reveal to me the principles of leadership. And then from there, I moved here. So just for, for uh, we came across last year over here. And uh, so just for your information's sake. So, but God says you cannot serve God and these things. You cannot serve God and money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. So the thing about it is, is that some people are so focused on the message of the of prosperity. Do you know Jesus never preached prosperity? He never preached anything other than the kingdom of God. He never preached healing. He said, Go and heal the sick, but tell them what? That the kingdom of heaven is here. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? He came preaching that the kingdom of God is here and then healed the sick. He didn't preach healing. He didn't preach prosperity. He didn't need to. Because prosperity, you understand, is part of the kingdom. It, when I become a citizen of this nation in four years' time, then I have access, I have rights in this nation then as a citizen. As a citizen of the kingdom of God, of the kingdom of heaven, when you become centered, your heart is there, your treasure is there. When you seek 
first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6.33, when you seek first the kingdom of God, your heart is centered there. You understand? Now, first is not in hierarchy. It's in order. In order of first things. First the kingdom of God, then your alignment with that kingdom and the Father in of the kingdom, and then all these things are added unto you. We get the order wrong. We're seeking first the all things, then we, 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 we declare in Jesus, I am righteous, and then we seeking first the king, then we seek the kingdom of God. The order is wrong. We need to bring the kingdom to people because when their heart is in the kingdom, because they meet the king in the kingdom. You understand? They're not meeting. They're not meeting a prophet. They're not meeting a teacher. They're not meeting a priest, a pastor. They're meeting Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. They're meeting the King of the Kingdom, and they are made then righteous and brought into right relationship with the King, and with His Father, and now they can have all things. When you come into the kingdom, one of your rights as a kingdom citizen is prosperity. That's why Paul says, I don't fear anything. I'm content in whatever situation because I know my God shall supply all things, my every need, <laughs> my every need, according to whose riches? His riches in what? Glory, that is the glory, that is the influence, that is the magnitude of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. There is the riches. And according to that measure, he meets my need. You do not have to worry about, you don't have to try and find the formula of prosperity. You don't have to be pushing, you don't have to be teaching on it. I mean, the, you know, the argument is, well, we've got to pay for stuff so people have got to prosper. I was there. I did that. I did that. I was trying to get people to prosper because I needed them to pay for the stuff so we could do what we needed to do, what we believed we should be doing. I was totally off. I didn't understand, excuse me, the principle of seek first the kingdom of God. I didn't understand that principle. When I understood that gospel, when I understood that message, that assignment, when I understood that as the purpose, it changed everything. Last night, Michelle and I driving in the car, we're going, okay, you know what, I'm turning 60, what now? Our life is restarting at 60, nearly 60, next year, 60. Our life is restarting, what now? I said, I'm not worried because God, in a moment, <laughs> we can access the rights of the kingdom of heaven. Our right to the kingdom of heaven is our every need met according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. God is able to make all grace, all grace, abound towards you that you having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. Abounding, abounding. What about Ephesians 3, verse 20? Now, now may God, who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, desire, hope, wish, pray for, God is able to do all of that according to his power that works within us. What power is working within us? That Holy Spirit governor of the kingdom of heaven. The power that we have, authority, power and authority. It's exousia with dynamoa, muo, I think is the word. 
It's the ability to exercise miraculous supernatural power. You see, we, we, we are looking for some miracle out there, but we have that supernatural kingdom ability and authority residing on inside of us. When Jesus calmed the storm, they said, what kind of man is this? He said to them, where's your faith? What, where's your faith? Well, look at what Matthew chapter 6 says now. Therefore, I tell you, Jesus said, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy and distracted about your life. As to what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, as to what you will wear, is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? The, the Passion Translation says, and this is why I tell you to never be worried about your life, for all that you need will be provided, such as food, water, clothing, everything your body needs. Isn't there, isn't there more to your life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? He's talking about your citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. Because Then, you know, he goes through that, that and then he says this, um, verse 27, and who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? And why are you worried about clothes, etc., etc.? But in verse 30, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today, green, alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown out as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not, so, oh, you of little faith. <laughs> he said to the disciples, where's your faith? Exercise the authority that you have. And they weren't, they weren't even, the, the kingdom was there. We are even in a greater place than that. We are in the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? They had the kingdom with them. We have the kingdom in us. What kind of man or woman are you? That's what they looked at Jesus. Who, who calms storms? Who calms circumstances? Who has such authority? What kind of authority do you, do you have? He says, this is the authority we have in residing on the inside of us. Oh, my word. And here we're trying to preach a prosperity message. That's what, why people are so insecure, immature, undeveloped in the body of Christ. Because we focused on these little things, trying to find formulas, pursuing the kingdom of prosperity instead of the prosperity that's in the kingdom. <laughs> we don't have to pursue prosperity. Seek first the kingdom, his righteousness, all these things are added. That's the order. Get the order right and things work for you. If, my, if I'm not prospering, I've got to go back to the order. I've got to go back to, am I, is my treasure, is my heart's desire, is my priority, the kingdom of God. Proton, first things, order of first things. Am I in alignment with the kingdom of God? Am I walking in my citizenship? Am I aligned with the king and his constitution, his precepts? Am I, am I aligned with the culture of the kingdom of God? Is my eye light? <laughs> Is my eye light? Am I seeing? Am I clear? Have I got clarity? Or am I walking in confusion? Am I walking in, in uh, ignorance? 
regarding my rights and my privileges as a kingdom citizen, as a son of God. What about you? You see, that's where we look first. Don't look to try and figure out how to get prosperity. Don't preach prosperity if the people are not prospering. Preach to them the kingdom of God. Bring the kingdom of God to people, the new government. Tell them you have a dual citizenship. You're a citizen of Malawi, but you're also a citizen of the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God, your privileges there, your rights there, your inheritance there is prosperity. It's every need met. It's every need met. It's an abounding grace towards you. Where you, have to, where you have sufficient for yourself, bread to eat and seed to sow. Glory to God. That's the balance of this thing. You understand? He goes on to say, listen to this. He goes on to say, therefore do not worry or be anxious. This is verse 31. Perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? Verse 32. For the pagan, listen, the pagans. The pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. The pagans eagerly seek all these things. The pagans eagerly seek all these things. The pagan Gentiles, the heathen, those that have no idea about the commonwealth. They have no idea about the covenants. They have no idea about they seek these things things. They eagerly, eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry for your heavenly father knows that you need them. Pursue the kingdom. That's what he goes on to say. Pursue the king. But first, verse 33, and most importantly, seek, aim at, and strive or pursue after his kingdom. Then his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, being right aligned right aligned, the attitude and character of God, being right aligned with the attitude and the character of the kingdom of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. I'm telling you is that we've got places this morning all over the world. Now it's for some people, the day is finished already. I know my friends in Pakistan already into nighttime and uh, in India and other places, the Philippines. Um, but yeah, you know, well, even in England, so America, here we're going. And so some are still, still, some are still in their meetings um, going towards the West Coast of the United States. But wherever they we've got people sitting, have sat, <laughs> let's say that, have sat in meetings, are sitting in meetings, going to sit in meetings all across the globe who are sitting in the seats of pagan Gentiles. Why? Because they're looking, they're eagerly seeking, pursuing after, desiring, and getting messages, getting messages that tell them, uh, this is how you can eat, this is how you can drink, and this is how you can wear. It's a nice message. It's a popular message. Success messages always work. If you put out a book on how to be successful in five easy steps, I'm telling you, sell it out. But if you, if you put out a book that says how to obey, be an obedient citizen of the kingdom of heaven, you'll sell one. <laughs> because people are like, what? This is, this is radical. This is, not, this is heresy. You know, that's what they tell you. Because it's not the nice popular message. But I'm telling you now, 
You've got to get into the kingdom politics, not not the church politics, not into earthly politics, not Gentile pagan politics. You've got to get into kingdom politics. Amen. <laughs> Where the king is the king of kings. And we are the kings who have citizenship or citizens that are kings and priests. Glory to God. Every single one of you. And that's why you have access to the rights of the kingdom of God. So do not worry about tomorrow. You know, that's our problem. Our problem is, is that we walk in fear. We're fearing tomorrow. We're fearing the, the future. We're fearing our life. We fear. We walk in anxiety. We walk in fear. We walk in worry. We walk in stress. And we are acting and believing and have the attitude, the atmosphere of the environment in us, around us, and in our minds, in our hearts of pagan Gentiles. And we want, we want, I did this. I did this. I listened to hundreds of hours of preaching on prosperity because I wanted to succeed. I wanted to succeed desperately. I wanted to be prosperous desperately. And I preached the message because I knew that if I help people get prosperous, then I can be prosperous because I'm the Levite. You know, I, I, I'm reliant upon them. You know, I have now a new Greek word for that. Go. Not true. Not true. I am a kingdom citizen. God can prosper me, whether I'm in Malawi, Kenya, Zambia, whether I'm in South Africa, Cape Town, Johannesburg, in China, Philippines, Asia, um, in, in uh, Pakistan, England, Germany, uh, America. God can prosper me anywhere. You can be sitting here in this, the richest nation in the world right now. You can be sitting in this nation and be in lack. You can be sitting in this nation and be poor poverty stricken, but you can be sitting in, in Malawi, one of the poorest nations in the world, and you can be prosperous because you're a kingdom citizen. You can be in jail and be prosperous because you are a kingdom citizen. You live, you have a citizenship to a greater kingdom, to a greater nation, to a government that really, really cares about you to riches that, have, that this world has, does not know, the riches of his glory. And he prospers you according to the riches of his glory. But it's not the riches that we're pursuing. It's, that's not a center of our life. That's not the message that we are focused on. That's not what we're focused on. We're focused on the message of the kingdom of God. We're focused on the message of the kingdom of God. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I've just run out on my live broadcast for some reason, and but we're still on the podcast. So I just wanted to say to you is that pursue the right thing. Put your, tre heart, put your treasure or put your heart in the right place because that's where your treasure will be and where your treasure is. That's where your needs are met. Amen. The Father knows what you need. So get the order right. Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All right, so from Sean, thank you for being with me. God bless you um, on the, wherever you are in the world and listening to the KLE podcast. Really appreciate you as an audience. And until next time, this is Sean saying, God bless you. And go and, you know, infiltrate the world with the kingdom of God. Amen. Bye.